Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page, Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast, on Twitter at RealGilbertACP, and on Instagram, Gilbert Podfried, P-O-D-F-R-I-E-D. You see, it's kind of a pun on the last name. Ah, never mind. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and this is... Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions with my co-host Frank Santo Padre once again at Nutmeg Post with our engineer Frank Verderosa and we're here with one of the former Hudson brothers, Mark Hudson. He's still one of the Hudson brothers. No, yeah, but, but when we were an act, now I'm yeah. Zeppo Hudson. Yeah. So. <laughs> now. I, I remember uh, talking to Penn Gillette about this. Both me and Penn could be very, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, stabbing people. Uh-huh. With, uh, with <laughs> A little cervical. Yeah. 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 And, and we would make fun of Jerry Lewis, like, you know, he gets pompous or talks about being a filmmaker. And both of us had the same, practically same exact story. When we met him, it all changed. And then you're you're three years old, and it's Jerry Lewis yep. in front of you. Absolutely. Well, you know, it's interesting because you know, you've ever we've all because being in showbiz, as I make the quotation mark. We always hear the negative stuff or the bad stuff or the ego pompous guy. When my brothers and I met him, it was exactly the same, Gilbert. We went back and the first thing he did was, Myron <laughs> That was like the first thing out of his mouth. He was that. And then he goes, you know, I want to be serious with you guys because I know that you're funny. You like the wrist brothers. And he started giving us all these compliments like he was teaching us something. He goes, you understand what I mean? And we're in his dressing room. So it's really tight like this. He goes, yeah. Pulls out a cigarette. And he already had preset his lighter oh, to nine million. Yeah. So he, he goes, <laughs> and he goes, Blind! and that was it. We were gone. We were over with. That's great. 
It was over with. And everything, he was so the real deal that he started, goes, will you boys come and do my telethon? And we just said, anytime you need us. And every year we'd get a call from him and we would go. Oh, so you did the telethon. Oh, God, all the time uh-huh. we would do the telethon. Uh-huh. And, and I had never, it's weird when you see like when people have good or bad stories about someone. My only stories of him was that he was beautiful, funnier than I wish I could be. And really, really smart from the business. Never really talked about the Dean Martin times. But that's like any breakup from the Beatles to Sonny and Cher, Mark Errol. But when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to, to him, he was Jerry Lewis. And, and in certain places in Europe, his films that sometimes people could make fun of are brilliant. They are truly Brilliant. Well, we should say the two that we're doing this this mini episode as a tribute to Jerry, who is we're we're, we're recording this on March sixteenth, and he's ninety today. Born, wow. born Joe Levitch, uh, ninety years ago. Yeah, wow. March sixteenth, nineteen twenty six, in Jersey. In Jersey, Jersey and I I remember too. I I attended that thing when they were putting the plaque of Jerry Lewis on the Friars Club, right. And and I, I wound up with him just the way I just was standing in the crowd, standing next to Jerry Lewis, who wow. was in his chair. And Lewis kept yelling out stuff, like heckling his own <laughs> thing. His own tribute. Yeah. He, That's he so just, great. just kept heckling. And then he yelled out one crazy thing and and laughed at it afterwards and reached and squeezed my arm. There like to get me in, and I thought that was like electricity Absolutely. shooting Isn't through that, you. You know, and the weird thing is, when you can see someone who's the real deal, he, you love him or not, is the real deal. You know, like Shakespeare said, "To thine own self be true." He's been Jerry Lewis since the beginning of time, and he's going to be Jerry Lewis when he's ninety-five too. You wait and see. He's that great. I yeah. love him. Yeah, he's he's one of those people. When you're in his presence, you go, oh, fuck, it's Jerry it's Lewis. Jerry Lewis. And I you know what? You me. only can hope that the generations, you know, I mean, I worry about the way things are now with, you know, uh, InstaHole and, and FaceFuck and all that stuff that people are doing. <laughs> InstaHole. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I, I, I worry that, that it, it's so immediate and then gone that nobody looks back and, and can appreciate the work that happened before us. Mm-hmm. And any great comedian if you look at at uh jim carrey you're not going to see jim carrey without seeing jerry lewis no you just don't see it and sometimes for the younger people out there go back and look up the nutty professor not the eddie murphy one the jerry lewis one and just check it out 1963 there it is i got a list here of all of jerry's movies and uh one movie uh one person i appeared in the movie with ford fairlane uh, the whole dice character is right. Buddy Love. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I never thought of that. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Well, here's a list of, the, of some of the movies that Jerry made with Dean. I'd be curious to know your guys' favorites and also the ones that he made by himself. So what is your fa- – first of all, Gil, what is your favorite uh, Jerry and Dean movie? Because they've ranked 10 here. Oh, I think of, of their movies because it's funny. Like yeah. people who've seen them – Say in a club, it was. There's no way to explain it. No, it was you're right. so amazing. You're right. And 
getting back to Beatles, we were talking about with you. Uh, they said they were like bigger than the Beatles yeah. as a comedy team. Yeah, yes. Pat Cooper was just telling us about seeing oh, them live yeah. and what an experience it was for him. And really, people went crazy when yeah. they saw him live. Yeah, it was it was insanity. And I never thought the movies captured what the magic was, but I like that's my boy, mm-hmm. I think. I you know what they ended up mm-hmm. trying to do? And, and this goes from the Marx Brothers on down. You know, a lot of the Marx Brothers stuff, they would go on the road and do comedy routines. Oh, sure. And the comedy routines that work, they would insert those into their films. And I think that, that Martin and Lewis attempted to do that and although it was funny it probably wasn't the same as seeing them in person dean martin this gorgeous beautiful man that was could sing and he was a straight guy and then jerry was complete it's it was such a beautiful combination of two different beings and that's why it made it great and you know in one way you know it's like the beatles too we loved their solo career but there was something that suffered when they weren't with each other no matter how much, oh no question, how much there's so Dean many Martin. teams like that. Oh yeah, I know. It's like it's like separating Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder. Absolutely, they're not as interesting. No, you, without you, each you other. You look at that and you go, "Wow, I still love him." He still, but there was that other thing that that angst or that beautiful thing that that Jerry and Dean had, and you know, I I knew them both, but never together. So it was like, did two, they ever mention each other? No, rarely. It never, yeah. you know, ne- you know. Sometimes it would. It would come up and you'd see the smile and the look in their face was the whole paragraph of what they would say if they were talking. But once again, you know, that relationship is between them and it was them, them, and I'm sure they hold on to the beauty and the pain of it. How flattering and, for you guys that he, that he expressed that he was a fan. It was like, you know, but, but I'm talking in a room this, you know, and, and still doing jokes. Yeah. As soon as he started like pouring coffee, he didn't stop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you boys want somebody who's talking to us and coffee, and, and it's just. <laughs> and, and, but he was just doing it just because. The Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month is Gregory Comer. Thank you, Gregory. Be just like Gregory and. Get rewarded for supporting our podcast. Head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried for a set amount each month. You can get some colossal benefits, access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, even us, exclusively. <laughs> Exclusive podcast merchandise, video hangouts, so you can see how beautiful we are. And just added, I will record a personalized roast of you and only you so you could share it with your friends, me telling you what a schmuck you are. Go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. And thank you for your generosity. I remember uh, on Saturday Night Live, uh, Piscopo and I found out he was going to be on this show live at 5. Wow. So we headed down, 
And he was exactly like Mark was saying, yeah. everything you wanted him to be. He was like going up to the phones, unscrewing the speakers <laughs> and right. putting them in his pocket, pocket yeah. and knocking stuff off the shelves and doing this crazy walk. But isn't that beautiful that that's, you know, you know I, I wish him happy birthday and I'll guarantee you if he was in this room right now, something would happen where he would turn into that guy that would make us melt. And make us go, oh, my God, we're in a room with Jerry Lewis. And we got to men- – it's been mentioned a million times, but worth mentioning again. He invented this thing called video assist that you could watch the scene right after it was filmed. Right, right. Well, that's what I mean. You know, he, way ahead of his time. I think he directed a lot of his physical con- – like, you know, Fred Astaire directed most of his dance numbers. He directed them because no one could shoot them to make it look like the way he wanted it to look. I think Jerry started to do the same thing with his comedy. And if you notice, much more of it is wide. It's like a big shot where you can see everything. It wasn't his book, what is it called, The Total Filmmaker? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that book a Bible for, for, for oh, yeah. many film directors? I, I heard like Spielberg used to take his class. Yeah, uh, Spielberg and Lucas were in his class at USC. Wow, apparently. are you kidding? Yeah, isn't that good trivia? Found some good trivia on him today. And there was uh, one scene that made me laugh out loud uh-huh. in a Marx Brothers, uh, not Marx Brothers, uh, Martin, Martin Lewis. Lewis uh, is Jerry Lewis is dancing the jitterbug with Cherie North. Which movie? Uh, I wonder if that's living it up. Okay, it could I'll find be. out. What and was it when it, he was directing the band? Oh, God, he did a few where he directs the band. He's hysterical. Living It Up is the one with Janet Lee. What? Janet Lee's in Living It Up. Oh, okay. This is one with Cherie North. Okay, I'll look up. And he does a jitterbug dance with her that he looks like a cartoon character. Can we have our researcher, Paul, find uh, the Jerry Lewis and Sherry North movie? S-H-E-R-E-E. And and you know what else is really interesting What you don't look at? A lot of guys... You know, a throwback to the older generation. Uh, you know, James Cagney was like the tough guy. All right, you rat, dirty rat. And then he's dancing on a table doing Yankee Doodle Dandy. And when you look at a guy like Jerry Lewis, he was a physical comedian. He could also be very serious. You, it, it, he could sing. He could dance. He could act. It was this entire bohemian throwback to I can do a little bit of everything. And he really could. Nutty Professor, your favorite? Oh, how could it not be? Yeah. yeah. That's just, one that you, I've seen like a thousand yeah, times. Yeah, that one's biblical. Yeah. And your yeah. and your favorite Lewis uh, picture without Dean also? Uh, yeah. Gil? Yeah. 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 Nutty Professor without question. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it has to be. What's your What's your take on uh, the bellboy, Cinderfella, the ladies' man? Which oh, of these? Uh, Cin- Cinderfella with, with Edwin. Yeah, yeah. Edwin. absolutely. Edwin. Yeah. Yeah. Cinderella was great, too. And then there were the Tashlin ones, too. It's only now, money. When, when did he start? Did he started directing? I th- uh, yeah, he didn't I, direct all of them, though, I right? believe the Bellboy was his first. Was the first oh, one. Oh, yeah, that, that's the, first the one, one he, he did in Florida. Yeah, yeah. 
I think that was at the Fountain Blue. There, yeah, Tom Leopold told us a told us a story about oh, that yeah. when he was on the show. Yes, and that was the first one that he directed in '60. And then Cinderfellow, the Ladies' Man, the Errand Boy, It's Only Money, Nutty Professor in '63. Who's minding the store? I love that one. In '63, it's only money was with one of my favorites, John MacGyver. That's right, John MacGyver. <laughs> I think John MacGyver also turns up in another one. Uh, who's uh, minding the store is great. Yeah, who's too. minding the store was '63. Uh, Ray Walston's also in that one. Oh yes, uh, the Patsy with Peter Laurie. Oh, I love uh, that and one. John too. Carradine. And John Carradine and the, Scatman Crothers. Yes, the <laughs> the Patsy. What's interesting about wow. that? It's, it's a crazy, typical crazy Jerry Lewis, but there's something so hip about it where Jerry Lewis is just this schmuck who's found that these managers say, we'll make him into a star. Watch. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then the disorderly orderly after that and then family, wow. family jewels and then Boeing, Boeing and three on a couch. And What was his last movie? At, you know, I don't mean like. The De Niro one. Is that, what was the last movie that he did that was him? Uh, you know what I mean? You mean the Jerry character? Yeah. Oh, uh, there was... There was which way to the front? There was Smorgasbord. Well, there was the ones in the 80s. Yeah, those horrible... The Smorgasbord and hard, hardly, hardly working. working. Smorgasbord. What do we got? Sherry North and Jerry Lewis. Sherry North made her Broadway debut in the musical Hazel Flag, which she reprised... In the film version, Living It Up. There you go, Living Gil. It up. Yeah. Nice work. Okay. Wow. Nice work. Yeah. And we only talked about the ones once Jerry started directing, because before that, there was Visit to a Small Planet. There was Don't Give Up the Ship, The Geisha Boy, oh, which yes. Tashlin made, Frank, the great Frank Tashlin. Geisha Boy was great. Rockabye yeah. Baby, The Sad Sack, and uh, I think the first solo film is The, Del- the Delicate Delinquent. The first one. Don't they Dino. have like a, a, a retrospect? I mean, can't you buy? Can't you get like a, a box set? Of probably, Jerry Lewis? probably. Like, the problem should, with man. box sets is when they do a box set, they pick the worst movies, or they shove the mediocre ones in yes. with the ones that you really want. Like when yeah. you get the Marx Brothers, it'll be out west. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Something right. like yeah. that. Well, I think that's so they can make money. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the talent of the art. Here's a little bit of Jerry trivia for you guys, and we'll, we'll wrap it up. This is fun stuff that I found. He apparently encouraged Christopher Walken to pursue a career in acting, which wow. I didn't know. Wow. Spielberg and Lucas we talked about. Uh, I don't know if this is bullshit. I hope it's not. He, he apparently for years tried to direct uh, an adaptation of Catcher in the Rye. Oh, I knew he was crazy about Why? that book. He spoke Can you around. imagine? Um, okay, here's trivia for you two guys, Jerry Lewis experts. Uh, name two films, I believe the only two films he directed that he does not appear in. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, one's, wow. one's with Sammy Davis Jr. Correct. and Peter Lawford. It's called One More Time. Yes. And it was a sequel to Salt and Pepper. Yes. Although his voice is heard in it, but he does not, he does not appear what vi- is his voice visually. In it? it just says Lewis voice cameo. Um, it's a diamond smuggling story, and and Peter uh, Peter oh, Lawford. Yeah. I saw it years ago. Peter Lawford as a twin brother. Oh, and what's the? Give me a clue. The other one the was other- made in 1979. I'll give you the cast. You guys will enjoy yeah. this. Roger C. Carmel, <laughs> who who Mark probably worked with because yeah, he did. Just- uh, Al Lewis. Oh God. Rue McClanahan, Ruth Gordon, Vincent Gardenia, and wait for it, Danny Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> For daddy. And only hardcore Jerry Lewis fans are going to know this one. Wow. I'm a hardcore Jerry Lewis yeah, fan, I and I think that. I'm stumped I'm, on I'm this I'm going one. by IMDb, and it's called That's Life from 1979. Wow. Yeah. 
There you go. Did he write the screenplay as well? I do not know. I have to, I'd have to do some extra research for that. But we also have talked about the King of Comedy. Because oh. we were just talking about Scorsese yeah. outside. He was yeah. Yeah. No, I know, like, unbelievable. Which just goes, that's a whole other side to him. Yeah. That all of us that, that were seeing the Patsy and all of the other stuff, you never think he could handle that. And he handled that like, so great. So, in fact, that was kind of like him when I would see him in real life get serious. So there was a, a tonality that he had in that character that I actually saw him not be that, but in the room, that tonality thing was there. Do you guys do some shtick on the telethon or are you just oh, saying? No, no, we always did. Yeah. You know? And every time we, once he knew – and then, and I mean, you know, he made me laugh so hard in the dressing room I had an asthma attack. You know, he's just like, <laughs> things are exploding. And, and his voice, you know, when his voice would go, <laughs> that would be the, it for me. So every time he would see us, he knew that he owned us. So he would go out of his way. And that's the curse of any great comedian. You know, once you know you've got him, you just keep going and keep going until you cross the line and they hate you. So 90 today. Yeah. Wow. Jerry, oh, Jerry so Lewis. Happy birthday, happy Jerry, birthday Jerry. Jerry. We'll try to get this to him. Well, who knows? Maybe maybe we can through our through our uh, our various channels. Is he Californian? No? I think he's in Vegas. Vegas. I think he's in and Vegas. You know, that there's another thing that got me. I remember for years everyone has mocked the French saying, "Oh, you know, they, oh, he goes over there. They think he's the next chaplain. How stupid that is. And he does a movie that takes place with the Holocaust. That's so stupid. Then Roberto Benigni comes to America. Right. And we start calling him the next chaplain. <laughs> yeah. And we're award- give him an Academy Award. Interesting. Standing on a Holocaust. chair. Yeah. <laughs> right. But once again... Happy birthday, Jerry Lewis. Absolutely. Why don't you guys take us out with your best Jerry's? <laughs> Since you're, you're feeling the call. You're well, hearing the call. My favorite football player, Myron Guyton. <laughs> <laughs> New York Jet. <laughs> and with the thing with the potion, I mean, go in the door. And it will hide you. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jerry! Why, why, Vin? Why? <laughs> <laughs>